and welcome. As you know, my name is Nicole, and today we're going to be doing a training about uh, building your authority. Um, now, this is going to touch on a lot of different aspects of what I teach my clients. Um, we've got to talk about content creation. How do you plan out content? How do you figure out what you're going to talk about um, and structure it in a way that makes sense? That's going to make sense to you. That's going to make sense to your clients, um, to your ideal audience. Um, and so that's what we're going to talk about today. So um, let's start with this. We're going to talk about the Queen Bee role, Rachel Peterson. Um, I did an internship with her back in spring of 2020. And one of the things that we learned with her was what is your Queen Bee role in your business? Um, so what that means is what is the type of content that you are going to be the one that's going to be creating? Now, in the beginning, we're creating all the content, right? When it's our business and we're kind of like on our own, we're freelancers by ourselves, we're self-employed and we're literally doing all the jobs. But you've got to, like the idea behind you having your own business is not building a job for yourself. You want to be able eventually to scale, right? Because at least for me, and I think for you, if you're in this group, is we're building for the future, right? We want to scale. We want to build for the freedom of time and money. Um, and to be able to do that, we're going to need to be able to scale our businesses. And so that starts in the very, very beginning. Um, even when you're just starting to create out content, um, it's great to learn how to do it in a way that you're going to be able to duplicate that. You're going to be able to hire people eventually to help you tackle all of this, um, you know, because it is hopefully it's going to grow, right? That's the whole idea. So a few things about creating your content. When you first get started, it's going to take you some time to build your voice. And that's totally okay. The first few recordings that you make, whether any type of um, medium that you choose, um, and we're going to talk about that in just a minute, but it doesn't matter what you choose to to use to build your voice, it's gonna take you some practice. Um, there are things that you're only gonna be able to learn while you're doing them. Um, and and it's it's you're gonna have to just you know practice and learn what works, learn what doesn't. Um, and theory might not help you with that. The only thing that's gonna help you with that is actually doing it. So getting comfortable with taking imperfect action and allowing yourself time to build up your voice. Um, you, you should have an idea of who your ideal audience is, a niche, um, but it's not really necessary um, to, it's kind of tough. <laughs> it really depends on your industry. Um, but what you do want to start solidifying from the beginning is who your people are, right? And, um, and getting clarity on who your people are and what it is that you offer them. And that might take you a while. Uh, when you first get started, you don't even know the options that are available for working online. I know that was the case for me. There was so many things that I didn't even realize I could do. Um, so finding that niche might take you a little while, but building up your client base doesn't have to. Building up a base of raving fans um, who are going to, you know, follow you along this journey that doesn't have to that doesn't have to take you as long. Um, you build out clarity by finding out, you know, one of the things that Rachel Peterson talks about in one of her free trainings um, is niching. I don't know if it's a free training or it's an SMU, which is a free training. So that counts. Um, 
she talks about niching down like you are already attracting and repelling people just based on who you are so trying to go outside and find a niche um you don't really have to you're just gonna have to lean into the things that make you you that make you unique that are what connects you with other people um for example i've been talking a lot of you know with my clients this week i've asked this question a lot um ask questions like does my ideal client does my ideal visitor to my website do they like coffee or tea right those are two kind of totally different demographics um and so just having some kind of idea and usually it depends on what you like um like if you like coffee you're probably you know your friends also like coffee so you guys can go get coffee together does that make sense and so that's something that matches like entrepreneurs i like i said i'm an entrepreneur and i like coffee so that's one of the things that we can talk about in the group we can um you know, talk about our favorite coffee mugs, right? We all, you know, if we're working from home, we're drinking coffee, we've probably got a favorite mug. Um, so there's an idea of a way that you can build content um, that is gonna resonate with your ideal audience um, without really like totally niching down into something um, that might not be you. And so that's the process. It's gonna take a little bit of time for you to figure it out and that's okay. Um, but the important part is taking that imperfect action and doing it so you could get to the point where, you're, where you know what questions you need to be asking. Um, so there are a lot of ways that you can create content, but there are really like three big ones that we can talk about. Um, and usually the entrepreneurs that I've worked with we'll settle into one of these um and then from this so this is going to be your queen bee role and from this all the other content that comes out can be created from this so one of the ways is blogging slash writing if you are a writer if you enjoy writing you can crank out written content um that is a great way to create content right so you create the blog posts we can create other things from that. So even if you're an author, um, you, you're writing content. So that counts as your content, right? Um, so it depends on what medium you choose. Um, well, this is the medium, excuse me. So writing would be the medium that you choose. Um, and it can be expressed in a lot of different ways. So you could be writing blog posts, like I mentioned, you could write a book. Um, you could even be writing, you know, social media posts, but it would be writing. Um, then another would be just voice. So for example, a podcast. Um, and that was one of the ways that I've chosen that's like my queen bee role is speaking. And so the podcasting is where I get the base of the content and then we can create content from the podcast episodes that I release. The last the um, way of creating content that I'm gonna talk to you about is videos. Um, and so maybe you feel really comfortable in front of the camera, um, you like recording videos, and so that's how you create content. Um, for example, this episode, I am releasing it as a training in the, um, the Chill Entrepreneur Spot Facebook group, but it's also going to be going up on my um on my podcast. So this will be a podcast episode and a video. Um, and right there, that's two totally different forms of content that I'm creating in one shot, right? Because <laughs> um, I can download it as a video and then I can um, upload it as a video and as an audio file. 
Um, and so I've got content in two different places now. Why? Because some people prefer different mediums to, um, to take in your content. Not everybody's going to watch every single one of your videos, listen to every single one of your podcasts, read every single one of your blog posts. But you might have someone who happens to like reading blog posts and they'll go through all your blog posts. You'll have someone who doesn't like reading blog posts, but they'll watch your videos. Or you have someone that likes listening to podcasts on the way to work. Obviously, they're not going to be able to read it. They're not going to be able to watch the video. So they listen to your podcast. And so it's great to have your content in several different forms. Now, once you create this original piece of content, so whether it's something that you've written, it's a video that you've recorded, or it's an audio that's been recorded, um, you can take this content and you can repurpose it. So for example, um, if you decide to do a blog post, you could create a video from that. Um, how do you do that? Well, you take the transcription of the video, um, which you can do with um, Otter, and I'm going to make sure that all the links to other resources that I mentioned are going to be included in, in the show notes slash the comments, depending on where you're watching or listening to this. Uh, <clears throat> so you take that transcription, and then you can create like a slideshow, um, add those words, overlay the audio on it, and now that podcast recording can become a video. You don't even have to show your face on that video. And now you've got um, the podcast on your podcast page, wherever that is, but you've also now got a YouTube video. Um, so where content can, is that same piece of content that you've created can be consumed in two totally different ways by two totally different audiences. And it's all pointing back to your website. Um, if you create a video, you can have someone write a blog post about that video. And then from, so from that queen bee role, from whatever content it is that you can, you create, um, you create more content right from that. You repurpose that content. You can take out quotes from your content. Um, you can create graphics in Canva. You can just, you know, type out a, a quote on, you know, one of your profiles and add a pretty picture to it, whatever it is. Um, but the idea is that you take this piece of content that you're creating and then you repurpose it. So you're gonna be able to use it in a bunch of different avenues. Um, you know, don't do word for word. You wanna make sure that each one of your social media platforms um, has its own unique little twist to it. For example, make sure that on Instagram, you've added hashtags to, um, to your little blurb. Uh, Facebook, not so much. So there's going to be a tiny little adjustments in between. Um, if please keep in mind one thing at a time. Okay. Um, we're just talking kind of, you know, future tense as well. So I want you to keep that in mind, but you don't have to be creating content, um, you know, new content all the time. You can always be pointing. In fact, you want to be pointing back to content that you've already created. Now, when you when you get to a point where this is going to do a lot of things, um, it's going to develop consistency. So you are publishing your content at a certain interval. I cannot tell you what that interval is. I don't know if you're publishing daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually. I don't know. Um, that's going to depend on you, your business, your, your clients, but whatever that interval is, it's very important that you remain consistent with it. Okay. Um, that's what your audience is going to want. Um, and you, you want to get them used to that schedule. So for example, um, Lyrica host, which is the hosting company that I always recommend, um, link in the comments or in the show notes, they do a phenomenal job of sending out one email a month. That's it. We don't get any more emails. Um, I know some other, like I know Rachel Peterson, she sends out like an email a day. <laughs> um, now, 
it really depends on, you know, your goals. It, it, you, there's so many factors to look at, but the point is that your audience is going to learn to expect that interval. So like, if I didn't see an email from Rachel Peterson for a few days, I'd be like, hey, what's going on here, right? Um, and if I do see an extra email from Lyrical Host, I'm gonna be like, oh, paying attention because, oh, you know, what is this? I usually only get one, it's gonna be important. So really it depends, like I said, on your audience um, and your goals and, and what it is that you've got going on. Um, so for blogging slash writing, you can start your website. Um, like I said, I recommend Lyrical Host. You can buy your domain name, set up your hosting. Um, you can get 10% off your first purchase with my affiliate link, which will be included in the, in the, no in the notes slash comments. Um, then I would recommend Canva. I mentioned creating graphics with your quotes. Um, you can start off with the free one um, for keyword research. Um, so you could kind of take a look and see what are people looking for. You can type in a keyword of you know, depending on your topic, what you what it is you talk about. And you can go to like, for example, answer the public and type in your keyword and see what questions people are asking. Um, another great way that you can create, um, you know, generate ideas for creating content is to answer Google predictive text questions. So when you go into Google and you start typing in a question related to your industry, it's gonna show several suggestions. And so one way, th these are things that people are, like Google's letting you know, these are things that other people are looking for. And so this is a great way that you can answer questions that people are already asking. Um, and those are, those are for keyword research. So if you, if you need some ideas, that'll work for, you know, whether you're podcasting, whether you're um, blogging or whether you're doing videos, but those are really great ways of getting some ideas for answering questions that people in your, in your circle, in your industry are asking for. So you can give them what they want. Um, if you decide you want to do a podcast, I started and I love, love, love using Buzzsprout. You can start totally for free. Um, you can use Zoom for free to start recording your episodes. You just download the MP3 and throw it up there. And like I mentioned, Otter is uh, what I use for the transcripts. Um, so, uh, you know, I just have to record the video and the transcript just comes up automatically as I'm speaking. Um, then for videos, you can totally use your phone or you can use Zoom um, and then upload those on YouTube. YouTube is very, very simple to use. And like I said, it's about creating the consistency. Um, another thing that's gonna happen is when you get on this consistently creating content, like I said, you're gonna build up not only your authority within your industry, people are gonna know that you know what you're talking about. You're gonna build up your own confidence because <laughs> um, especially as women, we tend to like dismiss our achievements or what we've learned or our accomplishments. And so getting this content out and writing it helps you reaffirm, you know, all the amazing things that you've done. Cause I'm sure if you're watching this, you've done some pretty amazing things and you are looking to help other people with what you've learned. Um, and so creating this content is gonna help you develop that confidence and it's gonna help you develop your credibility. If you're brand new in your industry and you're like, mm, how are people gonna know? Well, creating content is how you're gonna 
get in touch with people. You're going to build your community and you're going to build up um, your competence. You're going to build up your confidence and you're going to build up um, your credibility within yourself and within everybody else. Cause you know, you're helping people, you're showing what you've learned and you're getting the message out. Um, then for all of those, I recommend to all of my clients that they set up their mailer light. Um, I tried using other email newsletter subscribers and I found them really complicated. And then when I, it was time to upgrade, it was really expensive. Um, and so I love MailerLite because it allows me to upgrade as I need. And it was so much simpler to use than the other ones that I had tried. Um, so I highly recommend that if you're just starting out, uh, make sure you have a call to action. Whether you are writing blog posts, whether you're creating videos, whether you're doing your uh, podcast, make sure that you're including calls to actions. Get some kind of um, freebie that you can exchange with your visitors um, in exchange for their email address. You know, don't be like, gimme, gimme, gimme. Um, you know, offer them something. Let them, you know, this is part of building the credibility and building the authority. And you can set that up right on MailerLite. Um, and like I said, the first 40 videos, the first 40 podcast episodes, your first 40 blog posts, those are your practice. Um, nobody's probably going to listen to those anyway. You don't have an audience yet, but you are building up, you're building up like you're making trust deposits in your own account um, and you're building up your credibility, your authority. Um, and so getting through those first 40 is going to teach you every, there's so much that you're going to learn within those 40 episodes, not just within the tech, um, but about yourself too. Um, and it's so much fun when you get to the point of like getting to interview people. Um, you know, this, this method of building content allows you to do that because you can do interviews um, with people in your industry and you can write a blog post about them. You could record the interviews um, and put them on YouTube or you can even just record podcasts on Zoom and do those interviews. Um, that's gonna put you in front of other people's audiences as well and build your authority with them. Um, you're supposed to suck when you first get started, okay? If you go back and listen to my first podcast recording, um, it sounds nothing like what you're listening to now. And in a few months when I've done twice as many as I've done now, you know, when you listen to that episode, it's not gonna sound anything like this one because I'm gonna be better. Does that make sense? Um, so the idea here is getting comfortable with taking imperfect action and just doing it anyway. Um, batch your work. That's one of my biggest tips for all of my clients when they're like, whoa, how am I supposed to do all of this? You batch it. If you're going to be recording a training, why not just record a few at a time? Um, you know, it's not by the time you do prep work and you get your whole stage set up, like that's going to take time. So you might as well record a few if that's possible. Um, and then you can, you know, focus on editing or publishing them later, but at least you have the work done. If you're creating graphics, sit down, don't just create one graphic, um, you know, take a look and see what other graphics do you need. Can you pull out different quotes? Can you make a copy or can you duplicate some, uh, you know, a graphic that you've made and repurpose it for another social media site or something like that? So um, batching your work, it changed my life. It's so important. Um, and then you always have content that you can fall back on. 
because if there's some kind of emergency, if for whatever reason you decide to go on vacation or you, you know, your computer breaks down, whatever, um, you're going to have something that you can still put out into the world. You don't have to be rushing at the last minute, you know, to come up with something. Um, so that's a great batching is like one of my favorite things that I've discovered. And it helps your brain too, because you're not flipping back and forth between you know left brain and right brain activity. So you're trying to like edit a blog post and then you go to create a graphic and then you come back and you're trying to do some tech work on your website, like your brain's gonna hurt. <laughs> um, so it's it's a really good idea to kind of batch out and say, okay, um, one of the, the ways I do it is like this hour, I'm gonna be working on graphics. The next hour I'll be doing blog posts. Give myself a little bit of time to kind of, you know, refocus. And, um, and that's helped me produce a lot more content and get a lot more stuff done. Um, and then repurposing your content. The, I was gonna mention this and I kind of went off on a, on a little tangent there, but repurposing your content and reposting your content. So once you get to a certain point and you've got a lot of blog posts, you've got a lot of podcasts or a lot of videos, you don't necessarily have to continue creating new content all the time. Um, one of the things you can do is create new uh, like social media posts pointing back to that content. Um, so for example, this can be done with evergreen content or seasonal content. So like if you create Christmas posts that are evergreen Christmas, uh, for example, or a Thanksgiving post or something like that, um, next the next year in that same holiday, you could always just point back. You don't have to create like any Christmas or any Thanksgiving posts. You can always create new like graphics, um, you know, go in there, read it, update it, make sure every, all the links are working on all that stuff, but create new um, avenues to get people to that post that you've already created. Um, you know, that goes into cannibalizing your keywords. You don't want to do that. Um, and don't be afraid to point back to stuff you've already created. Like that's your content. You've created it. Um, and so there's no reason why you can't just, you know, like start over and then just start pointing back to content. Like people are not going to know. <laughs> I mean, oh, I saw this last year. Like who cares? Right. Um, you know, cause the idea is you want to get traffic and you want to build up those blog posts or those videos or those podcasts where you can do things like that, where you can point back. Um, and you know, you don't have to do that work all over again. Um, so I record this. Uh, talking about building authority and I don't have to do it one-on-one -on -one a bunch of times, right? I can just point back to the video and say, hey, check this out. I talked all about building authority in this video. Um, and so that's a great way to build your authority, like I said, build up your confidence. That's so important. Um, and um, what was the last one? I lost the word. Um, and your competence, your competence, no, your credibility, that's the word I'm looking for, and building up your credibility, um, especially if you're new, right, you, you need some, you need some content, <laughs> um, and so pick whichever way you feel most comfortable with, and, and then run with it, um, so you can start, like, for example, with writing, and for a few months, a year, whatever, um, you write out your content. Um, you can hire someone to create videos from that. You can hire someone to create social media content from that. Um, you can hire someone to create 
a freebie from the the you know the um the content that you wrote in that blog post or you know if you're still working on your own you can go back to these blog posts and you can do those things so once you created like last year let's say you created blog posts one blog post a month this year you can create a video for each of those blog posts the following year you can create a podcast episode or some kind of audio and now you're building on the con on your content um, and this is where you start learning, you know, this is where you're starting to play the long game. Um, and it's really cool because, you know, once you create that piece of content, it's there, it's on your website. Um, and and, and it, it lives on there. As long as you're paying for your hosting, you know, it's there and it's going to accumulate views. And this is the foundation of all the other stuff on your website. Um, so this is where you're going to learn, you know, this is where your sales are going to come from. This is where leads are going to come from, is from you sharing all of this wonderful information that you're putting out into the world, right? So does that make sense? And then, so you're building your community. You are giving people the information that they want, your people. Um, so the people that like watching similar shows as you, um, that was really tough for me. So I was like, what show? Um, so the, you know, they're like, what shows do they watch? So one of the, something that I figured out to ask that made a little bit more sense to me was um, don't try to go for like a specific show. When you're niching down, try to think of things like what type of show do they watch? So is my, is my person like a, like an adult cartoon person or a reality TV person? Um, again, it goes back to what you like. And so, you know, those are like two really different kind of type of demographics. You can make different jokes with those two types of demographics. And there's nothing wrong with either of them. It's just some people prefer these adult cartoons and you can talk to them about Family Guy or Bob's Burgers or, you know, Doctor Who or Rick and Morty, and they're going to know what's up. And then you can talk to someone about reality TV. And I don't know that much, you know, I, I guess I used to watch when it was like the real world, like in the beginning. <laughs> um, but they would know more about that. You know, The Bachelor, there's a huge following of women that love The Bachelor, right? Is that your people? Um, that's how you find your community. You're going to be talking to the entrepreneurs who love watching The Bachelor. They're, I'm sure that they're out there. Um, and those are the people that you can bring into your group. Um, I'm saying entrepreneurs because that's mine, but that might not necessarily be yours. Maybe it's moms who love The Bachelor or single women who love The Bachelor or single women who hate The Bachelor, <laughs> right? Um, I don't know what that is for you, but that's where you're going to be building up your community. And then the sales will come later. It's going to come from the information that you're providing is going to come from the community that you're building, the authority that you're building for yourself. Um, and this is really cool because it becomes exponential. As you develop these habits, something I'm always talking about in my book, developing these small habits, these small patterns that are going to add up into something amazing. And that is how you create content for your website or for, you know, for your audience, really. Um, okay, so we are going to break it down. I know it's kind of big there. Uh, we're going to break it down a little bit more. And I do have, I'm setting up a masterclass that we are going to be recording. Um, there's going to be limited seats because we are going to be going like step-by-step step into your website. Um, we're going to be checking all the things I check when I do audits. It is going to be absolutely incredible. And the people are going to leave that class 
set up and ready and understanding how their website works and cranking out content. Um, so I'm so excited to be announcing the date. It's coming up in November. Um, so make sure I will set up a registration link so you can start registering for the class um, and the pricing. So um, the first 10 seats are going to be avail available uh, for 90 no, there's 10 seats. The first three seats are gonna be available for $97. Um, so I will share that registration link as well. Um, and, um, and then I'll see you there. So super excited to be teaching you about building your authority, building your voice and building your credibility um, and empowering you to create more content to serve your audience. Um, so if you have any questions, you know, uh, let me know. You can send us an email. You can respond in the comments. Um, you know, message me on Facebook, whatever, um, and let us know how how we can be of service to you, how me and my community over at the Entrepreneur Spot. Um, if you're listening to this on the podcast, come join us in, in our Facebook group. Um, we're having a lot of fun. We're doing a lot of learning and and there's some great things. I mean, we've got some great things. I've got some great things in store for you. So um, I'm really excited about this. I hope you enjoy this training and I will see you next time.